Hey guys, welcome back to Imani Talks Astrology. I am your host, Imani. Thank you so much for listening to this episode titled Weird Feelings, um, where we're talking about all the weird feelings um, that we have right now because of this upcoming eclipse. I believe it is called a super blood wolf moon, which sounds kind of nonsensical to me, but the moon will be red. Um if that's interesting to you. Um, and it'll just be really intense. It has been very emotionally intense. So I talk a bit about what this buildup of emotional intensity has really been. Um, some of the things that have happened in the last couple of months, in the last couple of years that have led us up to this moment um, and what we're being asked to do with it. Um, at the end, I talk a bit about uh, protecting yourself um, because of some of the weird things that kind of happen around the time of the eclipses, right? But I will say, and this is one thing I forgot to mention in the content, um, is to practice discernment. Um, that's all that this really is, um, is being able to discern who is and who is not for you. Um, not being afraid of being wrong, but taking note of that, taking note of those things that maybe you might have overlooked and being able to integrate that um, into your behavior. So, you know, the next time something happens, you know better, right? Anyway, thank you for listening. Um, wherever you're listening, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Um, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, you and you. If you want a reading, hit me up. I have more details about meetups and other cool stuff that's happening in the month of February at the end of the podcast. So you're just going to have to stay tuned and listen. Thank you so much. Hey, you guys, welcome back. Um... So I tried to, and I feel like I've started so many episodes this way, <laughs> parody of myself. Um, I tried to record yesterday. Um, last week, I tried to prepare to release an episode on Saturday, and it just wouldn't work. Um, and I had tried to do like astrology basics, you know, I had talked to, I've talked to quite a few people and even to clients and they'd be like, oh, well, my understanding of astrology is here and the way that you talk about it is all the way over here. So I'm like, what way can I, um, bridge that gap or that divide? And it just didn't, I don't know, it just didn't feel like that's what I wanted to do. And it just didn't feel right. And so I I got kind of frustrated because then I was like, well, you know, you have to put out an episode. Um, but also, like, this eclipse is happening this weekend. How the fuck are you going to talk about this eclipse? You don't even know what's happening with the eclipse. Like, blah, 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 blah. And then today happened. Um, and it all just kind of hit me at once. Uh, earlier in the week, my coworker um, was talking to me Sagittarius moon no I'm sorry Sag sun Scorpio moon yes Scorpio moon I think you said you're an Aries rising I could be wrong you're listening right now you can correct me when you see me in the office um and 
she was like, what is happening right now? And I'm like, what? Like, what are you talking about? She's like, I just, I, like, I don't feel good. Like, what is happening right now? And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, I feel fine. I think it was like Tuesday. We had just got back in the office. We had a snow day on Monday. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Like, feels pretty fine to me. Um, there have been things that have kind of crossed my mind. Um been moments where I kind of feel upset or kind of feel sad or a little bit stressed out but generally speaking for the week I've been in pretty good spirits been keeping my head down Virgo moon showing out you know head buried in work not necessarily like seeing or really processing the things that are happening around me also as an Aries right now we're just on fire and we feel really good so it's really difficult to understand like why everyone is so freaked out when you're you know all of the parts of yourself are like hyper focused on work and you know all of the good things that have been kind of happening and then you know today I I just I felt it um the emotional intensity that's coming with this eclipse um, it's a lot. It's really heavy. Um, and to not, to make things, you know, not worse, but, you know, to put things into perspective even more, this week just as astrologically has been really, really stressful. The last couple of weeks have, to be quite honest. And what I realize is that it's not that each eclipse has been extremely intense. It's just that there's been this buildup, um that is a kind of, you know, where things are just bubbling and slowly coming to the surface. Um, mind you, eclipses, it, two weeks before the eclipse, two weeks after um, is usually when you start to kind of feel things. So that first eclipse was on January 5th, right? And uh, it was good, you know, leading up to that again, meeting really really awesome people things related to career to my passions to my dreams just kind of like lining up kind of just making sense you know things just in every area of my life just seeming to be pretty good um until this week where I kind of stopped and I was like oh well you know what about this um, what about this? And holy shit, I never even thought about that. You know? Um, and then being like, oh, that's what that was. I can see it now. I can, I can understand. Um, I impulsively bought so much shit off of Amazon. I bought all of these books and I looked at all of the books that I got and they're all deeply like related to this thing that I've been trying to figure out for myself for a while um this thing that I definitely kind of see standing in and I'm sorry to be like very vague Scorpio rising relatively private person on purpose right um where I'm just like, I don't want to feel this thing anymore. And the universe is like, well, if you don't want to feel it anymore, we have to kind of do something about it, right? Um, and so that's the place that we're all at. 
um, we're being called to really purge and get rid I'm sorry, the word purge is just so violent. Oh my God. Um, Purge lots of things, um, lots of baggage that just doesn't need to be there. That's kind of getting in the way. Back on, well, let's take a, a trip back, right? So on August 8th, we had Lionsgate. If anyone is, that's which is so weird because that's a film company. Anyway, yo, well, after I say what I say, you're going to be like, oh, shit, yeah, you know, for my conspiracy theory lovers, right? So we had Lionsgate on 8-8, right? Um, and what is Lionsgate for those who do not know? And I never knew what it was until last year. Um, it is basically a portal in terms of uh, us being able to unlock um, higher levels of consciousness within ourselves. This is a day and a time where not only does the third eye open up, um, or we can take advantage of that time, but also the heart chakra, which is, of course, you know, Leo, um, the sun rules the heart, opens up as well. And we're able to access our highest self, right? We're able to access the potential for what we are to become, what we are to develop into, which is ultimately what the sun um, in your birth chart is all about. It's about who you can be, right? It's about where you shine. It is where um, you are able to operate and move from your, through your heart, right? Operating at love. Love is the highest vibration, right? Being able to operate at that place, that being felt in your human experience and you developing into a place where everything that you do is done, again, through love, right? Yo, my meditation that day was so good and you're welcome if, <laughs> let me stop. <laughs> like, I, woo, I cried. Like, it was so intense. It was so amazing. Prayed for so many people. And it's uh, actually really amazing to see where those people, I'm not going to tell you who you are, but you probably know, um, it, to see, like, where their life is kind of turning right now. Just going great. But, I mean, I think regardless of whether I prayed for them or not, that would have happened anyway. Um, because that's just what the energy has been about. And so a couple days after that, we had our final eclipse um, of the North Node in Leo, South Node in Aquarius, um, nodal transit cycle, right? That was on August 11th. So we were really able to, you know, divine timing, capitalize on this really amazing opportunity to be so open and be so receptive to again, our highest good, um, our highest self, um, our highest potential, all of the things that we hope and dream that we can do to really push and propel us forward, right? We were able to have a moment where we were able to access that. Then the new moon um, eclipse that we had that day was just like, let's make it happen. Let's make it real. What is it that you want? You know, um, the biggest thing, as I discussed in the the episode about the nodes is you know in terms of like lessons learned about the the nodes and stuff like that or what they were teaching you it's about you it's about how you shine it's about how important you are to become it is about the sun sign purpose and mission that you're here to fulfill right um and right now we're taking a step back 
so that we can clear or rid our lives of all of those things that are kind of in the way, right? You said, this is what I want um, to, to the universe. And now they're saying, this is what you need to let go of to be able to get that. Are you ready to do that? It's time for some new shit. Let's move on. Um, and so, of course, we feel sad. Um, of course, like deeply sad. Like I was at my desk, like do not burst into tears right now. Like just don't, just don't, just don't like wait till you get home. Still have not had my time to cry. Probably will do that later on. Um, and it's just like, ah, this thing is ow, ow, you know? And there have been lots of moments over the last few weeks where I've just been like, ow. And I didn't, you know, it's like when you, like you have a, ooh, well, yo, this is wild. This is also related to this, right? So it's like when you have a cut on your foot, right? And you're like, well, you know, I still have to use my feet. I still have to blah, blah, blah. You don't take that much care of it. You know, you walk on it, it stings a little bit. You keep walking on it, it it continues to sting, right? And you're like, oh my fucking God. Then, you know, it's two weeks later and your shit is infected and you're like, I am in so much pain right now. And it's like, well, yeah, because like, I'm your foot bro and like you ignored me I'm like hurting can you like take care of me um that is (laughs) the cycle and I and I said whoa this is crazy because um so at this time last year I had written a a a post um an email when I still did my email newsletter that I need to start doing again Jesus Christ um and I was the Chandra symbol you know I love me a good Chandra symbol this was from Elias Longsdale, yes, Elias Longsdale's um, Inside Degrees book. I think it was 28 degrees of Aquarius. It's described as like a boy with a thorn in his foot, right? And in the description, it talks about you taking out the thorn and you being able to, again, like uh, begin the process of healing so that you can begin to walk this path, right? And it seems like, again, like a year later, we're revisiting that place where it's like, okay, you know, we've taken out the thorn or we're trying to take out the thorn, you know, like this thing isn't hurting you anymore. Not to say that your pain isn't real, but like the thing that hurt you originally is not there anymore. It's not there. So it's time to do something about it. It's time to do something about what's kind of left over, right? And so this, again, being an entire cycle where we're working through um, this process, I believe that was a new moon in Aquarius. That that, um, uh, what's it called? That that, uh, what is those things? That that eclipse was. I could be wrong. I didn't check because I didn't think it would be important. And of course it becomes important. Um, and so, yeah, right now, you know, depending on what house, I'll go through the houses. Um, the eclipse is kind of lying in for you. You're going through this really emotional, intense emotional buildup where the universe is like, again, this is a full, oh, I didn't say that. 
um, this full moon or this lunar, yes, lunar eclipse that we're having um, is saying, yo, I understand that you want all of these things, but you know, you have to give me this so that I can make room for that in your life. Um, and I don't think it's trivial things. Um, I think depending on what it is, some of the things can be rather symbolic. I'll use myself as an example. So for, um, around the time of oh and this is also oh okay interesting so this is also a follow-up to this really stressful transit that we had back in and i talked about this in the last episode right um that really stressful transit that we had at the end of october um at the end of october uh at the beginning of november um, where there was a grand fixed cross. And, you know, so just to be fair to people who don't understand what those things are, let me explain what that is. So I, we have, I'm going to make it like real, real simple. <laughs> In astrology, not only do we have, the 12 signs are very different they're also broken down into different categories they're based off of the element that they're in they're based off of the what we call modality that they're in and this is what um i'm talking about right now so there are three modes there's cardinal fixed and mutable sorry gemini virgo pisces sag yeah um and mutable all of the fixed signs are taurus uh, Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius, right? We're approaching a fixed, um, a fixed season. And so fixed signs are very representative. And I oh, said this before, are representative of, they're usually referred to as stubborn, but they rule the areas of life in which we hold on to and collect things, where we hold on to and collect things. Okay, where we hold on to and collect things. When there is a grand fixed cross in the sky, oftentimes we reach a point where it is very evident the areas in life in which we are holding on to things so tightly, things that we just really need to fucking let go of. And remember, this was Venus retrograde. Jesus Christ. Um, we uh, So Venus retrograde in Scorpio, opposite Uranus in um, Taurus. So the universe was like, yo, you need to let this shit go. Like, it is time for this shit to go. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry if anyone is upset or triggered right now. And the thing is, most people probably did not let go. And I'm going to tell you why in a second. Because, well, I already basically told you, you know, fixed signs are about holding on. Um, The universe is like, please let it go. Please let it go. And you're like, no, 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 I can't. I can't. I can't. And the nodes, of course, north node in Leo, south node in Aquarius is like, 
girl, like, I'm trying to help you. Like, I'm trying to bring in some shit. And you're like, I know, I know, I know. But, like, this is so hard. I can't. My my feelings, like, I this I feel so emotionally connected to this thing. Like, I cannot. I cannot let it go. I can't. I can't. And the universe is like, okay, that's fine. But, like, when... <laughs> When Venus goes direct, I'ma take it from you, okay? And you're like, no, 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 no. And the universe is like, okay, bitch, like we'll see, right? And so what happens is, and that was like October 31st, um, the beginning of November, right? And then what we see a month later at the end of November, so after Thanksgiving, we have Venus re-enter is back in Libra, and it's also at um and and it's direct at that point. And then we had Uranus in uh uh what's it called? In Aries. They were in the cardinal signs. What do cardinal signs do? They like action. They like doing. So you'll probably notice that that's the time that if this was a relationship, you broke up with someone, right? Um or there was or if it's just you, you broke up with an idea that you had about yourself. And this thing, this idea that you had is very about yourself is very much so related to your view of your or your ability to fulfill whatever mission it is that the North Node and Leo really wanted you to do right into you stepping into yourself with Venus it is always about you know even though I talk about relationships um the way that the people that you interact with mirror um the way that you value yourself right um and so it was a very clear look at the things that you're holding on to in terms of your value and how those come out in your relationships whether it be friendships um, or romantic relationships, or even just like social interactions with people and how that thing is holding you back. So now that same point, um, which we reached, is being triggered again by this eclipse. So lots of the themes that you're kind of coming across right now may be very related to that situation, but it more importantly is related to a very long um, kind of story arc that has been kind of uh, painted for us for many years now, um, since 19 years ago, 18, 19 years ago. Um, if you can remember that, I don't, um, actually, yeah, I do. Um, I remember exactly what it was. And so, you know, having to face, uh, that thing. So this eclipse is happening in my third house the at least the node is in my third house right and the yeah no it's all in my third house um in my third and um ninth house um and so with the releasing part of the eclipse having to be in the third house right um having to let go of some things related to childhood so one really (laughs) funny way that this is symbolized So around the time of that transit that I just discussed with you, um, my car stopped fucking working. Um, Anyone who knows me knows that I love driving and they know how much my car means to me. This is my first car um, that I have ever owned, right? So this is a car deeply related to um, my childhood. This is the car that my mom used to drive us around in, right? 
um, when I was little, and then it became my car um, as an adult. and so I have not had a car since October, um, which has really just blew my fucking mind and really made me upset. But, you know, that's another story for another day. Um, and, you know, I'm getting rid of the car um, and I've felt really anxious about selling it. This is, uh, again, related to the things that we hold on to, fixed signs, right? Um, I've really felt some type of way about having to get rid of this car. Um, And I was connected to someone to sell my car to, and this person called me while I was at work, and they're like, hey, I know you're trying to get rid of your car. I'm like, fuck, I've been trying to avoid you, and now you call me, and now this shit becomes real, and I will not have this car anymore. Um, And so, you know, again, symbolism, symbolism is based on, the meaning that you attach to things, not whether other people believe it or not, right? Um, I feel like there is a new kind of chapter um, in my life that I kind of feel happening, um, that I am kind of being pushed towards. Um, And I have lots of anxiety about you know the whatever that is whatever I don't like that's the thing I feel like everyone relates this feeling you don't know what you know it's good you know what's happening is good but like everything that's coming up right now that you got to deal with to get to that shit it's making it a little daunting and it's making it a little scary and that's how I feel about my car um clearly I was raised by a Taurus right all this um value that I place on fucking items um (laughs) but like I just I was like wow like I guess it's time to get rid of it, right? It's time to move on. Um, And so, you know, that and then, you know, it's so weird. You know, the thing about full moons is that they shine a light. They illuminate. They make it very clear um, to you, right, the things that are happening. And I've just had some really odd, not odd, but some like mad triggering conversations with people who don't fucking know me. Um, and I'm like, do you hear you? Like, you know, this, these people have just met me. So I'm like, let me, I can't wild out on this person. Like, that's not fair. If something triggers me, I don't take it out on the person. I just realize that I'm being triggered and remove myself from the situation or change the subject. Right. Um, but I'm just like, I cannot hear this right now. Like, I don't want to hear this right now. And I realize that you know, all of these things have, again, been related to this grand story arc that has been unfolding for a while now, um, and is slowly kind of coming to an end. Um, This super blood wolf moon, (laughs) lunar eclipse that we are dealing with um, on the, ooh, 20th or the 21st? Why don't I know this? I'm, mm. You know, I and I looked before I started um, recording, I'm like, let me look up this, these numbers and these dates before I start telling people stuff because blah, blah, blah. And then here I am still not knowing. Um, yes, it is Monday, the 21st at 1216 a.m. 
And just so you know, I personally do not condone watching eclipses. If you want to go out and be all up in the eclipse, go ahead and do that. Um, That's on you. I don't, again, I don't do that. Um, Yeah. And so like, I, sorry, tangent. Um, Yeah, this eclipse that's coming up, it is the end of this cycle, right? It is at zero degrees of... Aquarius and Leo. It is literally the first day of Aquarius season. And we are kicking that hoe off saying, yo, it's time to get rid of some shit. Again, remember all that shit that you asked for? Remember when you realized like, oh, wow, I'm amazing. I can do this. I can do that. I can. It's like, yeah, you can, but you gotta, I need you to deal with this shit first um, is the energy of this eclipse. And again, like the time, this time leading up to it has been really intense. There's been lots of heavy Neptune transit. So the anxiety that comes with that heavy Saturn shit, the slap in the face that comes with, you know, Saturn and Mercury being conjunct. They were conjunct on Monday, I believe. And there might have been something that somebody told you that really just made you feel like I'm not where I need to be. Or I have so much more to do. Or just even in your mind realizing like, yo, like I have to do this, this, and this, and this. If that's what I want. Um, and so, yeah, you know, and Saturn depression um, or just fear. Um, feeling limited, feeling boxed in, feeling like you can't. Um, Saturn can be a Debbie Downer. So we've had all of that this week. Um, and so like that leading up to this doesn't, doesn't make it any easier. Um, we had our Jupiter, our first Jupiter square, Jupiter Neptune square, um, I believe last week, um, where we were kind of asked to, to dream and dream really big and think about, you know, everything that we could do and everything that we want and, you know, just paint a really vivid picture of what, um, our wildest dreams are. Um, and then Saturn came through and was like, ah, I don't know if that's possible, bro. And you're like, okay, sad face. Um, and so, you know, oh my God, Lauren, what the fuck? Okay. Anyway, um, sorry, distracted by text messages. Um, you know giving allow not running away from those feelings but also not letting those deter you or the this thing being really brought up to the surface um deter you from feeling like all of those things that you want from yourself aren't possible um because they are um and it's happening it's happening right now but it requires you to really work through some for some people some really deep shit about how again how we feel about ourselves and the ways that we limit ourselves from being able to achieve the things that it is that we want the things that we desire the things that we would deserve how we cheat ourselves out of those things by living in and believing these these cycles and these things that that for the most part have been like pushed or upon us by other people um, and how we've internalized that, right? And so getting that shit out of the way 
so we can run full steam ahead at what it is that we want for ourselves, okay? Um, as I said before, I love me a good Chandra symbol. Um, this is from Dane Rudyard, my Aries fave, um, astrological mandala. And this is Leo. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm reading the Leo one. Leo one degree. So remember when we are reading the degrees, even though it's at zero degrees, if it's between, if it's not exactly like zero, zero, zero um, of the degree, it we go directly to the, the next number, right? Which is one degree. Um, this is wild. Um, blood rushes to a man's head as his vital energies are mobilized under the spur of ambition. What did I just say, y'all? Anyway, an interruption of biopsychic energies into the ego-controlled field of consciousness. The occult tradition speaks of three kinds of fire, electric fire, solar fire, and fire by friction. The three fire signs of the zodiac correspond to these. Aries refers to the descent of the spiritual energy of the creative world. word. Ooh, yes, I like in its material aspect, we know this energy as electricity, and without electrical energy, no life process could exist. Leo represents solar fire, the energy which is released from an integrated person, either through spontaneous radiations of apparently nuclear forms of energy, or at the truly human and conscious level, and also superhuman in more transcendent realms. Through conscious emanations from emanation ooh that's my name Loki emanations from manas meaning mind in Sanskrit Sagittarius ooh, is related to the fire by friction because all social processes are based on interpersonal relations which imply polarization and often conflict the key symbol for Leo depicts a rising of energy from the heart to the head what did I say about Lionsgate heart Chakra, third eye. Okay. Um, the key symbol for Leo depicts a rising of energy from the heart to the head, a mentalization process. However, this process is potentially dangerous one. Thus, the original wording of the symbolic scene, seen by the clairvoyant referred to as a case of apoplepsy. <laughs> what? <laughs> just as a person standing with their head uncovered from a long time in tropical regions could get sunstroke. The sun can destroy as well as vivify. Without its symbolic mate, water, it produces deserts on earth. The realization of Atman, the spiritual self, what I tell you, the existence of a formed and steady ego, provided the ego can become a lens of pure crystal focusing the all-pervasive cosmic light of the Brahman without introducing the shadows of pride, possessiveness, and showmanship. Yo, what did I just... Let me just tell you, I did not read this before I told you everything that I told y'all. Let me just tell you, let me say it again. I did not read this before I told y'all. Let me keep reading. But this provided but this provided raises a very large question. The transmutation of life into mind is a difficult process. This is the first stage of the 25-fold sequence of the symbols which opens the ninth scene. 
The keynote of combustion for the entire series of 15 phases hardly needs interpretation. In a general sense, the key word for this first degree of the sign Leo could be conflagration, conflagration, the energies of biological drives as they interrupt more and less forcefully into the field of consciousness. When we talk about a buildup of emotional intensity, right, of things moving from our heart and us feeling them so deeply um, on a heart level, not being really clear about the way that we conceptualize that, that being a, you know, the full moon illuminating, providing space for, you know, we look at the, the moon card, it is a guide, it, in tarot, it is a path um, to, it is a, a light, a lighted path to that thing that we wish to understand. It provides clarity, right? This is the process of which we are kind of facing right now. We have been facing for a minute, um, right? Where we're reaching that buildup of biological drives, emotions being a biological drive, right? One that is felt by everyone universally. The way that it affects you individually is your feelings, right? And the personal experience that you attach to them, right? So being able to completely understand what that is, being able to shine a light on, ah, this is the thing that I need to understand. This is the thing that I need to see. And I love that, you know, they talk about, you know, without, you know, fire without water produces drought, right? And so we have coupled, um, in the sky, we have the North Node in uh, Cancer at 26 degrees, right, of Cancer. Um, being able to provide or nurture the space necessary. So you see why this this couldn't happen before, right? You see why this this moment, why the you know the way that it has lined up that this eclipse has happened is perfect. The that cancerian energy there to nurture to provide space for you to experience and understand this on a very emotional soul level to be able to push that into your heart to feel it completely not in a way where you're pushing it away right not in a way where you're trying to hold on to again what are we talking about holding on to when i talk about you know Anyway, um, the the feelings hold, it's no longer holding on. It's let's work through this. Let's do something about it. That is what the cardinal energy of the nodes is telling us. It's like, yo, I understand. I understand. I understand how you feel. I understand why this hurts. But it's time to move on to something else. Let's go. Are you excited? You should be excited. If you're not excited right now, or maybe you're sobbing and you're crying. It's like, oh my God, I feel so seen. But like, yo, this is really great. Um, in terms of the, the potential that we have to work through this. So like, it was really great when I was talking to uh, my coworker earlier, cause she was like, you know, like as emotionally, um, intense as it, as it is, I still feel so much hope. And I'm like, yo, I agree. Like, it just feels different. You know what I mean? Like last year with the eclipse, it was like, oh man, like what the fuck else are you about to do? And you know, and that made sense because we saw for the rest of the year, we had our asses torn from behind us emotionally and like sewn to our fucking whole foreheads, right? Um, and then we're just like, oh my gosh, like, when does it stop? And it's like, yo, it stops now. Um, but it stops now because you're choosing to make it stop now. Okay. Um, other things to talk about. 
So I talked, um, I went on a, I'm not going to call it a rant. It was very positive. Um, I talked about um, uh, protecting yourself and your space um, on my IG story last night because I felt, you know, as this new year has really kind of ushered in all this space for possibility and like the how great and amazing things can be when there's an upswing, of course, there are haters. Um, and I, for a while, have felt like there is some sort of additional... And, you know, don't... I I know that some people, like, roll the eyes. Like, no one has haters. Like, everyone has haters. Like, whether you really... Everyone has enemies. Like, whether you realize it or not, whether you, like, to acknowledge it or not, everyone does. There are people who do not like you. There are people who do not want you to be great. It's a fact. Okay? Accept it. Um, I felt that a lot more um, than I usually would. I usually don't pay shit like that in mind. And I felt the need to protect my space. And then I go on um, Twitter and this girl posts this thread. Um, the Her Twitter handle is Pornflakes, I believe. I know that is so weird, right? Um, she's a, a great astrologer. Um, and she, and tarot reader. And she was talking about, uh, she did readings for, of enemy readings for each of the signs, right? And I was reading my shit, I'm like, yo, I have, it was like, yo, cleanse your space. And I'm like, why have I felt like this is what I need to do? Why is it that I felt like I need to have the evil eye all up on my pictures, all up on my this, all up on my that? And, you know, lots of people, you know, given what I had kind of said about, you know, how like people are out there wishing, you know, seeing you be great wishing that you were in the same place that they remember you in right wishing that you were in that space where life was shitty for you wishing that you they can bring you down trying to sabotage you all of that shit all of it is happening it's real um uh is it's just very prevalent um for everybody um on different levels and in different ways and you know that being said, we can be very intentional about the way that we protect ourselves. And I, and I thought, you know, there has to be something that's happening astrologically, right? So remember, if you haven't listened, go listen. In the astrology updates for the year, um, for 2019, I was saying, like, be careful, especially if you have that um, Uranus-Neptune conjunction. Um there are people coming into your life um, that are kind of low down, that are kind of sketchy. You might have experienced being scammed or or fraud. Um, or somebody that you knew for a really long time, you find out that they're on some other shit and you're like, what the fuck? Um, that's also just the nature of eclipses, especially with that you know, I told you that last eclipse that we had on the 5th was more so about releasing than it was about, it, even though it was a new moon eclipse, it was more so about releasing than it was about bringing shit in. Um, so we had to let some motherfuckers go, right? Um, we had to learn that some people aren't who we thought, <laughs> they aren't who we thought, <laughs> they aren't who we thought they were. If anyone um, used to watch or watched football many, many moons ago and remembers the um what was that the the Cincinnati Bengals 
their coach or the clique. I don't know. It was one of them, them coaches that said they aren't who they thought we, they aren't who we thought they were. And they was mad and it was funny. Um, sorry for the tangent. Um, what was I even saying? Shit. Oh, but you know, this time of eclipses being a time where you are being called to let go of things. That being said, things will be revealed to you about the people around you. Um, and it's time to let that, let it go. Um, I think, again, the presence of Capricorn and the uh, Capricorn South Node um, and all those planets that we have in Capricorn right now make it so easy. You know what I mean? Like, Capricorns don't play. When they're done, they're done. They're not about to sit here and fuck. Well, it depends. There are some Capricorns that are extra. Um, most of the time, they're just going to walk away. And they're not going to say anything. Period. I don't blame them. They don't have time for that. Um, and that is kind of, you know, the energy that we're able to take on. Where we're just like, I'm not doing this with you. You can go. Um, or it's, you know, I'm going to be a lot more intentional about protecting myself. So some of the things that I talked about, um, well, crystals, of course, work really well for protection. Um, I suggested black tourmaline um, and uh, quartz. Of course, every, people, different crystals work well for, other, for different people. If you have other crystals that you use for protection, let me know and I can share that information with people. Black tourmaline because it really, ooh, look. If you want to see black tourmaline work, go to, now this is not, if, I'm not going to tell you to go to this place, this is somewhere you don't go to. If you are someone who goes to locations where men are kind of like grimy and like just weird, or where men who are on some other shit are, keep some black tourmaline in your pocket. I promise you they will not come near you. They won't. You'll watch them interacting with everyone else, being like real wild and trying everybody else, but they will not come up to you. I promise. Um, quartz is really great because, um, especially if you're at work and you have people who f- try to fuck with you at work, carry some black tourmaline around you. It'll keep them away. Um, or make them act right. I know that. Um quartz uh it is used or was once used for stained glass windows in churches to um keep demons and other like shitty negative entities out of the space so it is a great crystal for protection praying is an amazing way to stay protected um visualization um visualizing yourself um visualizing your home being just cloaked in a white light or white orb of protection that is impenetrable and doing that every single day praying every single day um sigils um which i had talked about um, or I'd shown people how to make, maybe I should save that so that people can look at it. Um, or another really amazing way to protect, um, yourself and your space. 
Um, if you want to get real bold with it, you know, in your prayer, asking God to reveal to you that which does not need to be around you anymore. Even though, you know, the eclipse will probably do that for you, right? Um, I think that's all. I hope this was helpful. Um, thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you guys next week. Um, February 9th, the time is undecided. Um, I will be having the meetup for the Psycho Cybernetics group. Um, again, in the DC metro area. We'll probably be meeting in DC just because it makes it that much um, more convenient for, for everybody if we just meet in a central location. Um, February 9th. Um, haven't decided on the time, but we'll probably be at a library. Um, if you're interested, again, message me. I'm really looking forward to building this. This will be really fun. The first meeting will probably just be defining what we want from the group and really just talking about where we are. Um, also in the works of planning um, the astrology meetup too. Um, it will probably be, if not that same weekend, um, then the end of February. If you're interested in that, hit me up um, so we can start talking about potential dates and what will work. I'm so excited for next month. You guys don't even understand. Like I'm really looking forward to connecting with people and learning um, in so many new ways. If you would like a reading, oh, this month has been so busy. Um, hit me up on my social medias, you woman you on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcast, leave a rating. Thank you to those who have. They're so sweet, um, and I do really appreciate them. I think that's it I'm so happy this is under an hour I look forward to talking to you guys next week thank you so much for listening happy eclipse Woo! it's gonna be okay I promise it's gonna be okay oh yeah and charge your crystals because it's a full moon it's really a powerful one alrighty bye <laughs>